So the more you, as the person you believe yourself to be, your human identity, starts to harmonize with this energy that is animating your being, that's causing your heart to beat, that's causing all these miraculous things to happen in your autonomic nervous system faster than the speed of light, the more your conscious awareness of self starts to become influenced by your own conscious awareness of this source of energy. So that unorderly part of your human perception, your ego, the I, who you believe yourself to be based upon the conditioning of this life and countless others, eventually starts to become integrated into the recognition and remembrance of this source of energy that it actually is. Feelings of this and the insight that it brings, the influence that it has on my human perception is enough that I'm sold. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making the focus of this a priority. And then you'll see all this stuff that this fear and shadow and pain that you keep projecting out onto the world was because you were the one doing it when you could have been projecting this whole beautiful embodied realization of the essential nature of the unity that we truly are. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show in which we dive into some insightful, expansive conversation to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness, divine purpose, and infinite potential. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy over at togetherweascend.com. And I'll be your host of the show. For those of you that are returning listeners, welcome back, Ascenders. And if this is maybe your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you to the Ascending Journey. There is a source of energy, of infinite intelligence, that is animating through all things. It's how your heart's beating, how your autonomic nervous system is functioning. It's the reason why any of us could even be here. And coming into harmony with this energy and intelligence, synchronizing with it, well, that comes with a host of benefits. And Seth Przensky, our guest in this show of the Awaken podcast, is here making a compelling case for why this is the greatest choice you can make as a priority. Prioritizing, synchronizing with source energy and infinite intelligence and knowing yourself as this. Seth is an amazing, amazing being who 
and his synchronization with the source of all things, with this innate guiding, nourishing, supportive intelligence is manifesting as a transmission, an energy that he's putting out that becomes this invitation into harmony and synchronization within ourselves. And when you hear him speak here, that's what I encourage you to do. Open up to receive this transmission in a way that it invokes in you this shift and synchronization. Because total mind, body, heart coherence, the activation of perception and insight beyond the constraints of limitation, a shift into a state of natural well-being and energetic bliss. Well, these are just a few ways of conceptualizing what can come from this synchronization with Source. And so before we jump into this potent, potent conversation, Lightworkers, those of you that have heard the call to assist in planetary collective ascension, the shift by which we move into, as a species, as a collective, a 5D frequency, one of greater unity, cohesiveness, oneness, and love. Well, those of you that have heard this call, we're looking for you. The Ascend Academy is uniting and activating lightworkers. We're coming together to connect, to share, to unite in our collective purpose we're supporting each other on our own paths of growing into greater expressions of our true selves as well as it being a space for us just to enjoy each other's connection to celebrate in our connection and the upliftment the sense of evolution that comes from that well Words won't do it justice. So if you're interested, you feel a sense of resonance with this invitation, you think this might be for you, you can head on over to Academy that together we ascend to learn more about all that we got going on in the Ascend Academy. This is the breaking free of the superficial stories, the evolution beyond limitation our limited identities that we sometimes become transfixed by. This is the remembrance of ourselves, the unity that we are, the synchronization with source energy and infinite intelligence. And Seth Przansky is here to support you in this. So why don't we jump in this interview of the Awakened Podcast. I feel like many people right now, like, like in the whole quote unquote spiritual community and in the dialogues, conversations and exchanges that are happening across the globe right now, I feel like everybody's getting to this peak where it's getting to a certain point, but they're not going above and beyond that, or they're not really truly giving voice to 
what is actually happening, what is happening as far as us as individuals and us collectively as a species can apply and start becoming aware of. So that's, that's what I feel like is going on. And I feel like it's time to just start at a much higher level and examine things in a way that is much more in alignment with what's actually going on than what appears to be going on and that everybody's so addicted to believing, if you will. So what is actually going on? Love that question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so there's a great quote. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. It's, it says something to the effect of, we are, are we human beings having spiritual experiences or are we spiritual beings having human experiences, right? Those of us who are like really paying attention to this stuff, we know what is more in alignment with that answer, but a lot of people don't. Right, most people, even those quote unquote spiritual people, are you there still? Okay, yeah, yeah, they appear to be still focused on the external world and the appearance of it and everything that's happening, whether it's in the political spectrum, whether it's in the you know imagination or idea that all these things happening in the world, yeah, they could be real and there is validity to them, but there's something way more real that's happening that we're not focusing on you know we're we're skating around the edge we're talking about you know all these things that appear to be happening just being like at the edge of the ocean it's like towards the top of the ocean whereas underneath is this entire ocean of depth that's supporting the entire thing and no one's really talking about that because there aren't really that many words to talk about it however there is a way that we can use our words. We can use this way of communication that we're using to be supported by the individual's recognition that that depth at the ocean that's holding up that metaphoric ocean is more real and more important than the surface layer stuff that so many people focus on. So that question, are we spiritual beings having a human experience or are we human beings having a spiritual experience? We are energy-based beings first and foremost. And until we stop over obsessing and identifying with the philosophies, the beliefs, the words, the ideas of what all this stuff is and begin to actually experience what it is from the core of our being, which every single human being is capable of doing because we're made for this, then we can start harmonizing our own consciousness to this energy that is in every single one of us. It's causing all of our hearts to beat. You know, when we go to sleep at night or we get knocked unconscious or something happens, we're still breathing, right? There is this great, magnificent, indescribable, for the most part, unknowable source of energy that is animating each and every one of us. And until we prioritize that, until we start investing our attention, you could say, into cultivating a sustained relationship with that and make that more of a priority than, oh my God, it's Trump. Oh my God, it's Biden. Oh my God, it's this. Oh my God, it's like, then we're taking this valuable, this invaluable gift that we have, which is our attention which is essentially energy. And we're 
focusing on it or investing on all these other external things that may or may be real, not be real, it could be, but they might not be. But we're giving them more importance than what is truly invaluable, priceless, and will help us get beyond every single problem that we face as individuals and as a species if we, if enough of us start prioritizing it enough. What it's coming through to me is reshifting the focus to the cause opposed to the effect. Yes, yes. Everybody's focused, exactly. They're focused on the, the, the they're not focused on the cause, they're focused on the effect. You know, the, like, it, like in disease, we know, like there's no silver bullets. Like the silver bullet is focusing on the cause. Mm-hmm. Until we get down to that, we're just focusing on potentials or ideas. And in many ways, we're reinforcing the existence mm. of something that we don't even necess- that we don't even want to be happening anyway. But because we think we're like trying to find new avenues or do shadow work or unearth the past and all that, we keep giving more energy to the very thing that ultimately we're looking to integrate into our consciousness. Mm-hmm. We're so immersed in deceived by it if you will that it just becomes this thing that feeds into itself and we and we're the ones doing the deceiving nobody's actually doing it to us we do (laughs) we're even creating the experience of being unconscious (laughs) any of it any of it i mean even human identity like when you get right down to it from a energetic perspective from this idea not even idea just from the ability to perceive reality in harmony with this energy that's animating the human being even the way like you can see how your thoughts and beliefs and all this stuff that our minds create and project out are nothing more than egoic you could say pattern recognition that we've focused on so much that we're giving life to something that really doesn't have it to begin with. So we're doing it. We're the ones making it into this. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's why for me, I went through tremendous suffering. I went through, you know, I have this whole quote unquote story, but I just caught it. I somehow realized, I was like, wait a minute, everything in my quote unquote life is wrong, right? From where I was at at that point, like it was all wrong. And I was like, this is crazy. This is like, it, it's insane that I'm so allowing myself to be so stressed out by it because how could every single thing feel and look like it's going wrong? I'm like there's got to be something greater behind this. And then I kind of started smiling and laughing a little bit. And when I did that, I just felt this huge release and I was like, whoa, okay. You know, and I was, I was dealing with some serious stuff at the time, but I was dealing with it in such a serious way that I was making it way worse than it needed what to be. What invoked the, the smiling and the laughter? What, how did you bring that forward? Where did that it's come like, from if in that moment you were, you were struggling? It's like I said, we all already are this. We're, we're hardwired for it. Our entire physical being is made to be a reflection and an emanation of our true authentic being, which is this 
divine bioelectromagnetic indescribable ineffable miraculous source of energy that is animating our human being and so we as these beings who have temporarily forgotten that we are separate from that we have these moments where just suddenly i mean it's always there it's, it's never not there it's causing us to breathe it's causing our heart to beat like it is always there it's just that we're so hyper obsessively focused on the story of who we think we are or the stories that are being shared in the world that we have forgotten that that very same thing that we use to focus on the story of ourself and the story of everybody else we can focus on the experiential reality of where all that comes from and that essentially is this energy field it's just it's it's common sense really in that i'm not causing my heart to beat I'm not causing my lungs to breathe. Whatever is causing all this in my body, it's doing it faster than the speed of light. So there's obviously an intelligent force that is inside of me that's causing my body to exist. That's way more intelligent than I am. So how come me, I, how come I'm not synchronized to whatever this innate intelligence is? And that's where the conundrum comes in. Because I'm like, wait a minute why am I not like, of course I'm synchronized to it. Have to be just like realize you already are. It, and then all of a sudden it just starts happening. All those blank spots, the, the blind spots in our awareness, our inability to know ourselves and our completeness, it just starts happening and it fills in. And then suddenly you realize that this energy, this living geometric field that's animating the human being is all that it's always been about. And the more you are like, okay, I, I'm getting it. Okay, I forgot. But the more you start making it about that in the midst of whatever you face, the more it starts to respond in kind or in favor. You know, in the beginning, it feels like you're having this relationship with this divine counterpart. But there's actually no relationship. It's just you in relation to what you actually are. But because of the, we have culturally and ancestrally evolved with so many layers of perception that is rooted in the appearance of density of this plane and so many that have come before it, we have in essence normalized the appearance of all this to the degree that almost everybody we know has bought into the whole thing, hook, line, and sinker, you know? And the reality is there's nothing to buy into. We never, it's, it's already done. And so the more you just start realizing you are this and kind of something just clicks where you're like, it's obvious. It, it starts, when you start paying attention to it, it starts paying attention to you. You start to become influenced by it. And then eventually a bridge happens where you realize you're never separate from it but the journey from it and to it is this is what makes us human this is the great thing about it. <laughs> once you start paying attention to it you become influenced by it yeah. what experience does that invoke allowing yourself to be influenced by this through synchronizing with it. I love that choice of word, by the way. Yeah. So 
the more you as the person you believe yourself to be your human identity starts to harmonize with this energy that is animating your being that's causing your heart to be that's causing all these miraculous things to happen in your autonomic nervous system faster than the speed of light the more your conscious awareness of self starts to become influenced by your own conscious awareness of this source of energy so the limited part of you that, that looks at yourself as like okay this is me this is my life this is what happened to me this is my body like i end with my skin like my no you start to realize that you're not actually in this body your energy this energy that's causing all these things to happen it's non-local it's it's animating it it's almost like you become an antenna that is receiving and transmitting the reality of what you actually are and your human self slowly gets acclimatized to it so you're that unorderly part of your human perception your ego the i who you believe yourself to be based upon the conditioning of this life and countless others eventually starts to become integrated into the recognition and remembrance of this source of energy that it actually is and so it's like this energy right because when you're breathing rhythmically and you're smiling and you're in a state of calm and you're just focusing on that the heart and brain go into coherence and when that happens suddenly you're like oh my god like you feel it and you're like whoa this miracle is happening to me through me in me but the more you focus on that the more the rest of your organs come online and start joining the party you could say into this synchrony of synchronized energy that is the innate you it is the essential you what you are and so the more you make the prioritization of your own conscious awareness knowing the heart brain synthesis the coherence of your body and prioritizing that knowingness in a way where you realize okay this is all that really truly matters because this is what i was before i was born this is what i'll be when i leave this world if i leave this world and why would i not be focused on that here now in this because i know that's what i really am the fact that i am not integrated with this here now to quantum levels we could say that's crazy and the effects of it are so obvious because look at us as a species we are a species that is totally incoherent meaning not coherent with the rhythms of our own being with the rhythms of the planet with each other with any of it and now it's catching up to us we're realizing that doesn't matter who wins for president we've still got a world full of quote unquote leaders of nations where most of the people running these countries are not thinking or feeling in terms of how do we harmonize our way of life with the natural laws of the earth and of the universe and suddenly that realization that that's a much more pressing matter starts to take precedence 
and many people will feel like, oh, well, what can I do? Like, what, what, what can we do? Like, and it's this, it's by choosing to become in alignment with the harmony, the coherence that you naturally are anyway, until your conscious awareness of self becomes so influenced by it that you no longer feel separate from it. And that in fact, you start to per perceive yourself as completely synchronized with it from a subatomic level to a macroscopic infinite level, which sounds crazy to the uninitiated, but it's actually reality. It's all there really is anyway. But once you get used to that and you start being in it, you as the person you believe yourself to be starts to relax. The energy field that you really are that's causing your heart to beat and all this stuff to happen starts to become more pronounced in your conscious perception of it. Meaning that we each have these dormant perceptual energy centers in and around our body. Our body is made to perceive these invisible, these seemingly unknowable aspects of reality that 99.9999% of the people are not focused on, but we have it within us to become aware of this stuff. And so the more the individual chooses to become aware of this, the more they activate these dormant perceptual energy centers of the mind and body. And like an atrophied muscle, these perceptual energy centers start to come back online and they start to get strength. And the more you focus on them, the stronger they get, just like a muscle, until eventually you're able to perceive things that you would have thought as subtle before, these invisible, quote unquote, unknowable fields of energy and information that the entire everything is made out of. But you just didn't, your, your muscles of perception were atrophied. But as they become stronger, as you flex them, not only do you start perceiving this stuff more and more, but you get to the point where you kind of start laughing at it because it was never not there. It was just your ability to perceive it wasn't exercised. And so it was weak. But now you start to realize you're like, okay, I'm going to strengthen them. <laughs> I'm going to strengthen the parts of me that have the ability to know what I previously would have thought of as unknowable. But now that I realize it's absolutely within the realms of becoming known, the feelings of this and the insight that it brings, the influence that it has on my human perception is enough that I'm sold. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making the focus of this a priority and all the death, fire, fear, pain, incoherence, chaos, disorder, all the things that everybody else is addicted to, suddenly those things, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, but like what I'm focusing on, there's a celebration in the heavens related to this. So I'm going to keep focusing on that until the energy of me begins to become syncopated with that. And then you'll see all this stuff that this fear and shadow and pain that you keep projecting out onto the world was because you were the one doing it when you could have been projecting this whole beautiful embodied realization of the essential nature of 
the unity that we truly are. So yeah, I'm, you're at, how am I doing? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's, it's not by accident. It's, it's by design. It's by design. It's by willingness. But that's only in the beginning because you're working against all the conditioning and beliefs and ideas that you unknowingly have you know, fallen prey to, you could say, or subjected yourself to is a, a better way of saying it. But because you didn't know you were subjecting yourself to all this conditioning that I'm me, this is my life, this is what happened to me, this is my family, this is my whatever, you didn't, you were doing all that stuff unconscious, you could say, unaware as to what it was you were actually creating by so infinitely identifying with this, you could say, false pattern recognition. You just created a bunch of patterns that have temporarily inhibited your ability to know yourself as this infinite or seemingly infinite chains of cycles of coherent waves that like a pebble thrown into clear water just ripple out into forever. Thank you. Thank you for pointing so many, including myself, back home, guiding into harmony with this divine, infinite, guiding, supportive, nourishing intelligence. I um, I'm here receiving all the magnificent energy that you're bringing to me, my friend, and I'm receiving it with an open heart and I feel myself be elevated by it. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And that's what we do for each other, you know, because we're just here to remind each other of what we already know. And then once those atrophied muscles of perception start to become stronger, then you start to become aware of what I'm aware of. And then you don't ever need to listen to me or anybody else again, not that you are, I'm, I'm just saying like in general, but you know, cause people follow people and they believe that it's other people and other people can help influence other people. But if you're going right to the source and if you're committed to that and you prioritize that, eventually that source starts to give you feedback that, okay, you're looking to know yourself as what you really are and you're not going to settle for anybody or anything less than that this is it full on you eventually get feedback that your priority that your commitment that your honesty and integrity is authentic and true and real and you know these are the ways one of the infinite different ways it can happen so yeah and then as you come into harmony with that as one becomes synchronized to that i think the only natural expression seems to be becoming that mirror becoming that reminder for others because you like we know like the more you choose like okay this is what is really important and the more your human self becomes harmonized with that the more you 
your human self becomes influenced by its attributes. And its attributes are not seeking to cause pain and suffering and division. It's the opposite. Like it's trying to bring it all together here. And so that requires us having empathy and compassion for everybody and everything. And to not look at it as separate or different or competitive. We do this. We, we just so like compete with others instead of celebrating each other's success. But in this way, this is like the surest way to really succeed that I found. <laughs> and I would, I would say that it's the, the truest definition of success. What catalyzed all this in you? It did. <laughs> I should have seen right? that one how big. Um, I, I mean, in terms I, of life story. There is a story. There's lots of stories. I actually wrote a book about it, you know, and, but again, even the way I speak about stories, I want to make mm -hmm. it really clear that the story is just the story. And if, it's our task as these individual beings to be discerning enough from a greater expansive perspective to know where to place the stories or to, or how to discern them or how to look at them so that, because it's- well, meaning we give to them. Yes, because people suddenly, you know, like all of a sudden you're objective, you're looking at it and you're expansive. And then all of a sudden you're right in the story and you're like, how did that happen? You know, like you were totally conscious, you were feeling it, you were going, and all of a sudden you're like, boom, right in it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait. So the more but I do to, all this. To what degree then is it, does it serve us to, to really spend time recollecting that then? Depends how. Now, the way that I hear a lot of people saying to face the shadow or face your past or go through the things, they're creating more of it, you know, because they're missing a massive key element, which is the harmonization between the entire body and the consciousness that's animating it. So we call it the Heart Math Institute calls it, you know, they talk about it from a heart brain coherence perspective which is great, but heart-brain coherence is the gateway for these greater expansive states that I'm referencing through these words and I'm speaking. But what I'm really doing is I'm allowing the parts of me that are already in alignment with all of that because I've faced this so much and let it face me and I've allowed who I think I am to be integrated into it by trusting it so much. And so as my frequency naturally starts to become incoherent with the source of energy that is allowing it to even be here in the first place, the more I, as this person, I temporarily think I am, starts to realize that I'm not this at all. This is just a secondary expression of this more authentic primary expression, this energy that I am. And so the more I've given value and credence to that and created the space for my consciousness to be aware of 
the potential for this harmonization to exist, then when you face the shadow or the past or you know, right, regressing or all these things that are great that a lot of people have people do, the better apt you are, the more apt you are to really integrate those past things into this ever expanding field that you actually are instead of not being in this field and getting stuck in the story of what you think all these things mean, which is what happens to a lot of people. Okay, two things come up um, one at a time. You said allowing integration to take place by, by trusting it and giving value to it and focusing upon it. Now, trusting it, trusting it. This one's gonna maybe be a little difficult to put words to, although I have a feeling you won't. Um, what does that entail? Um, is there is there more that you want to add to that, or is it? Can we leave it at full trust and surrender? I'm gonna see what you think about that choice of word there to this intelligence. So. Th- First of all, yeah, we can do this. We can go into infinity, like I, and because it is infinite, you know? So I love this. This is what I love. This is my priority, like being in these states and then sharing with others who are also realizing that this is their priority and then finding the points between us that create greater harmonization. That's like my passion. That's what I love to do. Now, trust and surrender is a very difficult thing for most people who have been beaten and abused and bullied and battered and been through all of this human, both self-inflicted and societally and species inflicted wounding and trauma that so many of us have been subjected to that it's created these layers of energetic pattern recognition that we give more importance to than pattern recognition of this living geometric field you could say that has infinite cycles of pattern recognition that we could be attuned to so the trust and surrender is yes absolutely that but it doesn't mean you need to dive blindly off a cliff not knowing if it's filled with water or just rocks at the bottom this is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal you, if you want to dive head first, go ahead, all the power to you. But that would require a level of faith and surrender that most have. But the beauty is you don't need to have it. So again, this idea of the progressive realization of a worthy ideal by slowly coming to terms with the realization that what it is that we're talking about and communicating has more value than an individual may have previously considered or given value, given it value, the more you start to exercise the parts of your perceptual awareness that increase the parts of you that eventually will need to function on faith and surrender. And this happens by feedback. You get bio internal feedback, you get external feedback, the more you make choosing to become aware of the source of energy that 
you truly are a priority, the more it begins to prioritize your efforts in knowing it in that way. And it provides feedback. It provides the type of biofeedback or information which can come in a multitude of ways for a multitude of different people. But it's in you getting that feedback, realizing that it's happening, that increases your willingness to keep doing the work and also helps you overcome your resistance to what inhibits the natural flow of this expansive intelligence from just being what it is. I love that interest that you brought to it. I, I jump-started the question, that line of questioning with the use of the words trust and surrender, but you were able to bring in the, the active component to this. Um, and that I think is the, the key recognizing both the active and passive um, play into this. So the, uh, the word feedback really resonates with me right now. And it's not one that I've found myself using too much, but I really like that. I want to kind of just really re-mirror what, what it is I'm hearing and see if there's anything else that wants to come from that. Constantly and actively addressing how you are being what you're being, the feedback you're receiving in the experience that you're in, okay? Approaching this moment and this experience with that, that openness to, to receive that feedback. And I want to say assess it, but it's not an assessing of the mind as much as it is a, a feeling practice. Um, and that's this active component of continuing to move in that direction. And of course, we, we continue to move in that direction. It's more of like a knowing. The more the mind wants to analyze and try to break things down, the more it has the ability to wander off into stories, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, mm -hmm. we've been doing it. This is what has gotten us all to this point, you know? Mm -hmm. But at what point do we say, all right, I'm willing to rise above this and I'm going to do whatever it takes, even if I don't know what that is in the beginning to start exercising my capacity to self-illuminate, to become more aware of, I don't even know what it is, but I know something's there. I'm gonna choose to make that a priority and I'm going to keep choosing to, to do that, to make it a priority until I somehow send out that signal enough times into whatever invisible field till it sends some kind of signal back that, whoa, okay, contact has been made because it will, and it does. And it's often not in the way most people would think, but when you make that commitment to know yourself as the soul that you truly are, as the energetic being having a temporary human experience that you truly are, when you make that commitment with your human self that you say, you know what, I don't know how or why or but I know that I have been so addicted to something that is not leading me to a sense of fulfillment the way that I have some kind of intuition inside of me that I don't even know where it comes from knows that I could be then boom eventually that feedback 
comes in. When you are that committed to it, this greater being that you actually already are, okay? And, it, and it's not like some people are like, okay, here's this energy and it's like glowing around you like an aura. The energy that you are, the soul that you actually are, the more you in your human form come to know it as it actually is, and this is why it is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. It takes working up to it because if you were to suddenly become aware of what it is that you actually are and how organized this oversoul or this the soul that you actually are that's causing all these functions in your body to happen, were you to realize what an advanced being you already actually are, your current human self would melt down because the amount of information that would be transferred from the part of you that you really are to the part of you that's temporarily caught up in this momentary bleep in the appearance of time, it would cause you to melt down. So it takes a little bit of re-acclimatizing. You have to keep doing the work, keep doing it, keep activating these dormant energy perception, perceptual centers of the mind and body until something starts to happening. And what happens is greater and greater levels of coherence. So the more your heart and brain and all the organs of your body start to become coherent with each other, and you with your conscious awareness of self and reality become aware like this is the real thing. This is like what's really happening. Bit by bit, your conscious awareness of self becomes bridged by what you could say is information in the subconscious or unconscious recesses of collective human perception that is within every single one of us to be able to perceive. People have all kinds of names for it, whatever you want to call it, like, but they're just names, Akashic records. This is a living library. It is a living field of information that is that we are, that everything is. So back to this, and it's really exciting. The soul, right? The soul, it's not just like some glowing thing that's like glowing around our body. No, okay? It is highly organized. It is a living being that is super conscious and super aware and with complexities that would perplex this temporary conditioned suffering human ego that has somehow gotten stuck into this momentary experience where it believes that this is what's actually happening. So it takes a little bit of readjustment, it takes like, you know, like taking cold showers and stuff like you have to adapt, to adapt. But there's the part of you that has to come to the realization like, you know what, this is not the end game. Like I, I was not born into this body, into this life, just to be this. There is something happening. I don't consciously know it with the part of me that's been conditioned as a result of being born into this, but I am going to do whatever it takes, however it takes, until that contact starts to become self-evident. And you're not going to do it by force. You know, you're not going to do it in the, you know, Western patriarchal way of 
going out and conquering some indigenous civilization and wiping them out and building a new civilization. Like this is not that kind of progress, you know? This is us as the individuals that we believe ourselves to be saying that, oh my God, I realize that there appears to be a massive gap in perceptual awareness between this person that I think I am and this innate intelligence that's animating my body. And logically, rationally, you come to the realization like, okay, whatever this energy is in the body, whatever this intelligence is, it's way more intelligent than I am. So at what point do I start to surrender, you could say, you know, get on my knees and surrender to whatever this is, or devote devotion, right? The idea of devotion, start taking this attention, which is energy, and making a devotional practice of coming to know yourself as this field that from a really self-rational, obvious, common sense oriented perspective is here, regardless if you believe in a higher power or not. It's beating our heart. It's causing our lungs to breathe. It's causing all these things in our body to happen faster than the speed of light. I mean, like I, for me, I have to be a fool to say, oh, I'm doing that from a egotist, from an mm -hmm. ego perspective of a, for me to be like, I'm, oh, there's nothing. That's nothing. I'm the one doing it. That's like, that sets you up into a perpetual chain, you could say, of getting one hardcore initiation after another until this energy eventually brings you down on your knees after <laughs> you reincarnated countless life cycles and they're like, okay, all right, I got it. Like, I'm not it, it is this. And I'm going to devote my attention to whatever this is, trusting, believing, feeling, knowing, whatever all those things are until all of these temporary transient human perceptual faculties of our cognition become solidified or crystallized into the knowing of what they have the capability to be. You spoke to the inner work that goes into this and you, you mentioned that in this, even in the, the community of individuals that are actively pursuing growth in this regard, um, many are going about it in a way that is ineffective. What do you find are the, the things that people are commonly doing wrong when it comes to the inner work? I definitely don't want to say it's wrong because it's it certainly is perfect for where ineffectively we, if we not as effective as it could be so it's perfect it is so perfect for where like we needed this we needed to go into these layers of density into mm -hmm. this perceived idea of separation in order to be to evolve as a species in order to become conscious of it so it's not that it's ineffective, it's not any of that. It's, it's more like, okay, now we have the opportunity to break free of all belief systems, of all, you know, hyper-obsessive pattern 
identification that often comes in the form of religious ideologies or government philosophies or it, basically we have the ability to break through and break free of all human pattern conditioning and rec uh, condition recognition based upon conditioning of the past and we have the ability to open up all these circuits of perceptual awareness that are hardwired they are in and they're even around us everybody and start to perceive ourselves not as these humans that are having the spiritual insights but as these greater spiritual beings having this temporary human awareness what i'm saying is we can and have the ability to take a quantum leap out of the ideas and perceptions because most spiritual stuff every like people are talking about philosophies or beliefs or you know and that's great because we need that information but once you know it if you keep cycling around it over and over in your mind you're not being it mm. you know at what point you say okay i know enough about it i don't need so that now i gotta stop talking about it mm -hmm. stop thinking about it and just be yeah. it because this like at what point does your ego your conditioned sense of self take enough of this information that's being circulated all over the world and say okay from a religious perspective from a science perspective it's become quite clear that everybody agrees it's all connected it's all one so at what point does the part of us that is temporarily temporarily perceiving ourselves to be separate from what both religion and science is saying there is no separation at what point do we say you know what it's time to unify the part of me that isn't in harmony with these great harmonic cycles that we know everything is made up of whether you're looking at bacteria or you're looking at galaxies it's the same thing happening it's the same energy infused within and around all of it and to the degree that we stop obsessing with these stories and philosophies and then we can just start moving right into the experience of what this is so that's what the message that you could i guess you could say that i'm calling out everything that everybody's doing is great and it's beautiful and it's stepping stones and it's needed it, it's what got us to this point but now we have the opportunity to literally step, stand right at the edge of our human self, of all collective human perception and take it upon ourselves to say, you know what? This may be the evolution of all human consciousness happening, happening in real time, right now through us at an individual level. And if I am the evolution of human consciousness. Who am I being? What is the reflection that I'm putting out into this world? And at some point, these energies pay attention to the individual who is choosing to make the synchronization of their conscious self with this aspect of themselves a priority. This energy pays attention and it assists and it comes and it's there and it becomes integrated. And the more we prioritize it, 
the more it prior prioritizes our efforts to know it. And then eventually there's been enough of romancing, you could say, between the human self and the divine essence that the human really is, that the marriage, the consummation, you could say, becomes complete. And you not only move beyond the patterns that have held you and me and countless others back for countless lifetimes, you begin to merge with the you that you already are, that is highly evolved, that is omnipotent, that is all-knowing, that is connected to everything. And you begin to know that that is what is actually going on. And that's all that's ever been going on. And your human self that has been trained like a puppy to trust that lovingly more than anything else begins to become imbued with the virtues of it. And so as you do this process, as you become aware of it, it, this greater, highly organized, super conscious being that you are starts to work its way into this, then it integrate itself into the moments of your human life that prior to you were wondering if it had any meaning or you felt lost in or you're suffering or depressed, like it just becomes. That all evaporates through the guidance, through the illumination of this intelligence. I've never heard anyone speak to it as you do, my friend. You, you're asking some really beautiful, powerful questions. And that's been part of the issue is I've been doing a lot of interviews. I don't know how you learned to me. It doesn't matter. But a lot of the people I'm like, go deep. And I tell them before I'm like, go as deep as you have the ability to go. And, and they do, you know, they do what they can but you are an advanced being. I can see it. I can feel it. My entire field knows it. I knew it before you even contacted me. But now that we stand together, I recognize that you are already so aware of this in ways that have allowed you to prime the stage, if you will, and set yourself up to really take a quantum leap in your own evolutionary process. And as a result of that, all these other things that you know are really what it's happening just become self-evident universal truths or natural law truths. And you don't question any of it. You just harmonize with it. And again, then it's like, okay, there's a party happening in the heavens. There's literally, there's, there are beings that are not in physical form that are us that we are them, it's, they are existing, they are part of all this, but you could say they are observing all of this. And when we get to a non-subjective place, which we don't, you know, again, like I don't wanna make it seem like there's anything wrong with any of this, this is perfect. Every single part of it, every human atrocity, every human, every beautiful thing that's ever happened, all of it is perfect. It's all exactly right where it needs to be in order for this greater evolutionary impulse itself. You feel how you feel this happening? What's, you feel what's going on as I'm speaking? 
So as I'm just giving voice to something that's self-evident, it starts to give feedback, you know? And for me, it's just, okay, I'm speaking from a place of knowing because I've focused on this so much that, you know, in the beginning it was like, do I know it? Is, you know, all, all the self-doubt, all that stuff eventually goes away. And so this becomes self-evident and it's a living geometric field. It's a living being, it is us, it is everything. And it is rooting us on, it's like it, you know, and all these different micro expressions of it are cheering us on because it's in this form that we have the ability to do something that none of them can, which is to take the miracle of life and alchemize it through the most appearingly dense expression of matter that appears to exist anywhere throughout any of this. And when we do that, we integrate the sacredness or the sanctity of that into this. And then suddenly we're just elevated, we're illuminated. We love our body, we love each other. We want our families and our communities and our nations and world to start focusing on this, not the things that seek to cause division and separation within us, but it's by being in this state as individuals that those solutions just start to happen because we have to be able to mirror it to the world. We have to be able to reflect that. And the only way that we can actually reflect that is to be it. So there's no get out of jails free pass. <laughs> <laughs> there's no skipping the work. Now you, um, you brought up something I'm really happy that you did and it's we're playing a role we're playing a role and there's a role that we're playing that no one else can play and that's the importance in our beingness it's that we are being guided and supported in integrating this and and expressing it but it's ultimately up to us to consciously make that choice to to align with that and to to play the role that we're being called to play what more can you tell me about that role that we are playing in the grand scheme of things it's beautiful i'm so that's essentially a, the more you remove yourself from the subjective interpretation of how this all appears to be through by becoming objectively aware of this innate intelligence that you truly are both at a microscopic level, mac micro and a macroscopic level, the more you can view this temporary role, this identity, this avatar that from an objective place so that you're not stuck in it. Cause see what happens is a lot of people become the actor, they believe they believe it so much that they get stuck in the actual role and they buy right into it hook, line and sinker like the avatar is who they are, but it's not. It's just the role, the 
human being, the identity is just a temporary thing. It's just a part of something way greater. And the more you can objectively see that and view that by your own willingness to break free from the chains that keep you enslaved to the belief that you are that role, then the expansive nature of the universe that just is expanding, you start to be able to perceive that role with that expansive coherent energy and that role suddenly changes role, becomes appointed with new tasks and responsibilities and potentialities and it becomes something very beautiful. And that's the potential because now that role isn't stuck in this wheel of life and death, subjecting itself and others to the suffering that has accumulated in its own karmic chain of events to the degree that it's made the identification with those patterns more real than these great macroscopic patterns that it actually is. And so the one who's broken free of that and chosen to begins to incorporate those greater patterns into their temporary human role. And this is the beauty in all of this because if we're doing that as individuals, if we're doing that as communities, if we're doing that as a species, that means we get to breathe, you could say, new life into a role that may have never existed before. And that certainly has our own unique blueprint of creativity and creative potential stamped to it. But that only becomes activated when we're super clear about what's really happening. It's almost as if being too attached to a defined role is going to inhibit you from playing the most powerful role that you can play. So to put words to it almost is, is, is limiting in its own right. Um, just staying, staying completely open to this energy. Huh? Love it. You got it. And again, and, and that kind of touches on, it's not that like what everybody in spiritual communities are talking about is wrong or in a factor. It's just, it's perfect. Exactly. You know, like you said, but at what point do we as individuals, okay, because it's not even about them. This is about taking such radical self-responsibility for how we perceive reality that we stop investing any more attention into all of our belief systems, into all of our perception of what we think others are doing. We just stop with all of that and we start investing our attention into this innate intelligence that we know we are until it fills in the blanks. And those blanks have the opportunity to be filled in at levels so comprehensive, so complex. And I, I'm gonna make up words here because there's no words to you. It beautifies, maybe that is a word. When we as individuals choose to know ourselves as this innate intelligence that we truly are, the beautified, super complex, infinitely orgasmic 
super conscious being see i'm just making stuff up because how else do you explain it? this being that we truly are starts to come through it starts to break through the density the static the projection of all these things the projection of density that so many people are addicted to continuously putting out into the world that greater organized being that we truly are this beautiful like it's so beautiful if we knew we would be on our knees tears of joy just thanking you know but it starts to break through all the noise all the static and integrating itself into us into this and like i said earlier we begin to sanctify the world but it's up to us it's it literally and this is where a lot of people but they all know it and i love that there's a popular a pop spiritual movement happening because it's great like people are dressing like it they're talking about it, they're exploring it but if i can say anything to them <laughs> even though there is no them and us, but if I can speak to that role that so many are quote unquote playing, be fearless. Do, like be unafraid, know that the essence, the source of what you truly are, despite the accumulation of karmic pain and consequences that seem so real as you begin to leave this form and become another, just stick through it, know it, trust it, love it, know that no matter what, there is no way that you can ignore it anyway. And eventually you're gonna make contact. And when you make that contact, the part of yourself that knows that all these things are possible and is exploring it and talking about it and practicing it through all these different ancient and modernized spiritual practices, you become it. You have the experiential awareness of it to the degree that all the philosophies, the beliefs, all those things just gone. They're gone because, and, and you're not doubting, you're, you're experiencing it because it's the real thing, the source of energy that is all this. When the individual becomes aware of it, and their human perception has been primed enough through constant coherence to become aware of its great, much greater levels of coherence, there's no mistaking it. By the time you have done enough of this inner work to start becoming conscious of this greater part of you, you're ready. You're ready to do it. And again there's there's no mistakes like when it happens like yeah. it's the best feeling you've ever felt times infinity when you get through the hard stuff the accumulation of karmic consequences and density that appear to have built up over countless life cycles of human beings being stuck in this wheel of life and death we are already beyond it there's a part of us that is already greater than all of the pain and suffering and atrocities that exist in the world. And when the individual chooses to take radical responsibility for that part of themselves, they get called to be initiated into facing the parts of them that resist facing that. And it's exactly that that we're being called to do. And I am just here to say, like, you can do it. Like, 
we have to anyway so do it like i'm here holding in love the part of me that i know i really am that is all this is there it's in you it's in all of us it's all there is it is cheering us on from the heavens waiting for us to do this because when we do we are going to be able to incorporate a level of conscious contact with its potential into this appearance of human form and create something that may have never existed before. And if you approach it with that lighthearted, like a kid, like a child, child-esque yeah. attitude of like, because again, like, you know, I, we talked about some serious things, but like, that's the thing. It's like facing the gravity of it, facing the seriousness of it all with you're so lighthearted and you're so in love and you trust it so much that, you know, people could be like mass murdering each other in front of you, but you're so in tune with what it is you truly are that you realize that just bearing witness to whatever it is that's happening is the requirement of this energy being brought into a situation that is causing people to do these things that's needed. And so you get to a point where you're like, okay, and this is part of the feedback, like when you can start sustaining these internal states of being around the people that trigger you most. Mm -hmm. How you practice, you get good, you're like, you know, your family, your loved ones, your whatever, you know, the ones that usually trigger you and you go out of consciousness or you go into these old pattern recognitions that you're addicted to. When you get to the point where you're like, I'm gonna sustain these internal states of being and you practice around the ones you love that's, you get real clear feedback, like, okay. And then when you start to conquer it, you could say, and I'm putting that in quotes because you're not conquering anything except for you're just overcoming your own proclivity to do what you've always done is really all it is. When you, become, when you start becoming aware of what it actually is that is preventing us from living in an integrated state of divine and material coherence, you laugh at yourself like you're you're like oh my god because it's nothing there's, there's like nothing in the way compared to what it actually all is it seems so small at that point yeah so insignificant so illusionary yeah so i'm not sure if you were aware of this but coming into this conversation the intention for me was to for us to just get a one-on-one a -on -one chat and connect and then set up a um a another time and day to to record a podcast episode um i don't know if you know where i'm going with this but right this, this is getting out there this is this is gold this is Yes. love this is source this is everything i would say take this and do everything you can and want to it. repurpose it in a million different ways like you and i just had an authentic exchange and that's what this is about like you know more and more we're gonna see more and more of this happening let's keep it at this and then i'm gonna make a suggestion for your listeners and viewers like listen to this over and over and over like
like so much was just shared between us. And it's encoded with the very things that people are actually, you know, when people are talking about spiritual truths and philosophies, they're actually looking for this. They're, there's a part of them, whether they're conscious of it or not, that is actually seeking to become harmonized with this. And so everything you and I just shared, if they listen to this over and over and over and listen to it in different ways, like listen to it really relaxed, listen to it really calm, but listen to it in a way where it's almost like something else is doing the listening, you know, like, mm. like the same way, like with our, we're breathing, right? Like we know we're breathing, but when we're unconscious, we're sleeping, something else is breathing us. There is a part of us that is paying attention to all of this that mm -hmm. is all of these things that we talked about that is always there in every single one of us and when we allow that part of ourselves to be activated by getting out of our own way then the frequencies and the energies and the living geometric patterns and fields that are innate within all the systems of our body that are innate with all the systems of the appearance of this physical universe that we find ourselves temporarily living in come to our assistance and they start to help us be able to process the actuality of what is taking place within the appearance of all this to a degree where it just starts to fit it makes sense and so this stuff this super conscious being and beings that we're talking about they're here, they are in you, they are perceiving all of this. And this is just a new crystallization point that we're all sharing together as a result of choosing to harmonize ourselves with whatever this is. So when you listen to this, when you pay attention to what we just shared with the part of you that this innate intelligence that you already are, you will become activated with a greater capacity to perceive things in a way that activates all these quote unquote dormant perceptual energy centers that we've been talking about. And, you know, at another point, we can do it again if you want, we can go more, we can go deeper into this, and we can break it down in a more linear way if you wanted to do that. So people want to, if that feels like it's okay. That was perfect. Everything about this was perfect. The uh, the way that it wishes to be shared through me is listen with your body, listen with your being, and that's... the energy that animates the being. And I know I at first like you're overcoming some hurdles, you know, but we are it. We mm -hmm. are literally the worst things that are happening on this planet and that have ever happened on this planet look like a joke and um, all people are going to be triggered by that and feel like, mm -hmm. but when you become harmonized consciously to what it is that you truly are and you know how great this force and this intelligence actually is the things the worst things that have ever happened on the face of this planet are nothing in comparison to that energy so the more we become an embodiment of that, the more we can take that and face the things that are currently happening on this planet that 
most of us would view or label or judge as atrocities or crimes or this or that. And instead of getting caught up in the story that is attached to all these things, we just say, you know what? I'll take a back seat on this one. I'm gonna pay attention to it, but I'm just not gonna become emotionally or mentally addicted to it the way that everybody else seems to be. And I'm going to allow this greater part of myself that is to, I'm gonna perceive it with my human senses from that greater place. And that is the most beautiful and loving gesture of healing that anybody can bring into this planet. And it also consequently happens to be <laughs> the solution. It happens to be the actual plasmic source of energy that is the solution to every single problem that we face both in our own individual lives and collectively as a species. Ironically so. When we let go of being so immersed in the problems, the solution arrives. We are addicted to our egos and the addiction of our ego is embedded energetically into the collective conscience of the human species because it has been doing this for countless life cycles. And as a result of having done this for countless life cycles, it has created this false construct. It's not even false because it's actually real, but the level that it's happening on is so inconsequential compared to the reality of what it is that we actually are when we claim our divine right in these human forms that you're just like, okay, it's something to do. It's something to heal. It's something to work with. It's not something to be shunned or judged or it's something to be embraced. Like, okay, these, these two quote unquote leaders are vying for a position at the top of a corrupt system that we know is not in harmony with the laws of nature. Like we stop identifying with all these false narratives and stories. We stop thinking like, like they're not gonna do it. They're not, none of those two guys are gonna save the world. Sure, one might have better outcomes than the other, but they're not going to save the world. You are, you're the one. You, you are the only one that can. And the only way that that is ever going to happen is for us as individuals to do what everybody and everything and every religion and every blah, blah, blah would make us think is the impossible. And that is to choose to rise above the conditioning of all that we think or feel is in our way. And I know from my own experience that each and every single one of us are entirely empowered enough and capable of doing that. But it's not my job to do it for you. That's the beauty of all this. Like, I'm just a messenger. I'm just here to let people know that they can do this and that they have to do it. And Trump isn't going to do it. Biden isn't going to do it pick any talking head leader around any country of the world, they're not going to do this. You're going to do it. And if you don't do it, sorry, it's no big deal. But 
you know, me personally, I'm tired of this wheel of life and death and all the karmic consequences and going through this seemingly endless karmic chain of, <laughs> it's like the, the universe has is a perfect accounting system and it accounts for all of this. And it's like the IRS of the universe is sick of this. It doesn't want to do any more of this accounting because it, it can't. It's just like, so you know what? I love life so much. And I'm willing to say, you know what? If it requires sacrificing or subjecting or surrendering or whatever you want to call it, it's going to look different for different people based on where they're at within their own process. Whatever that process, process of dissolution is in the face of something greater, regardless if you can see what's greater or not, I'm all in, going for it. And I don't like all cards in. And what I've been saying this whole night is when we do this, when an individual is truly committed to doing this, and there, again, there's no get out of jail free pass for this, like for any of us, but when we do it and we do it with a smile on our face and love in our hearts and even an air of like childishness, like a child-esque attitude, like there's awe and there's wonder and there's amazement and sure there's some ugly things but by being afraid of those things and putting more fear and stuff and hate into them just empowers them more but the more we face it from this open expansive loving trusting place the more we become empowered to dissolve the appearance of all these things of this perpetual prison that we appear to be in it begins to dissolve and we oh my god literally like oh my god you become so humble because the source of energy that we are in this form again like what does it feel like like what what does it feel like to stand in front of a more pure reflection of this energy where it comes from it's like the greatest orgasm you've ever felt or the greatest feeling you've ever felt multiplied by infinity is what it is that we really actually are. So if we were living in this world, creating from just an infantile percentage of that potential possibility, imagine the wonders we could create here. <laughs> oh, it's the kind of world I want to live in. And you are doing an incredible job of co-creating it, my friend, and creating it in its entirety. My man, like I said, I think we can keep going, but I want to keep this, what's going to be a podcast episode now, uh, digestible, let's say. But um, I'm so glad that it panned out this way. This was, I'll say again, absolutely perfect. And um, you, you, I, I just have such a deep appreciation for you coming into your own essence and being a, a guiding light to support others and doing the same, including myself. So thank you again, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're all in it together, you know? So much love for you, my man, already. Um, any parting words before you go? Actually, one thing that I'd love for you to take time to is if um, if anybody that's hearing this wants to find out more about you, your work, your books, where's the best place for them to go? I'm awake, 
nowwhat.com. I'm awake nowwhat.com. And that will definitely be linked in the podcast notes to this episode, listeners. Um, we're going to have to do this again if you're up for it. Yeah, absolutely. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. And I let's felt get the it- feedback from everybody. And let's encourage that now for everybody who's listening. If, if this is still in there, give feedback, ask questions, like do that. And then you could compile the feedback so that we could get into the more nitty gritty which that's that's a a great way to approach it thank you for suggesting that i will certainly do that okay right this was this was a blessing thank you again brother i will i'll be in contact with you very soon okay take care my friend you too senders that's it for my conversation with the powerful being that is being manifested as who we know as Seth Brzezinski. I hope you allowed yourself to open up and receive this transmission in a way that allows for the harmonization process to take place within you. As we recommended towards the end of the episode, wouldn't be a bad idea to open up to receive this again if you so feel called to. I do hope that the words that were shared here in this conversation has supported you in recognizing yourself as this energy, synchronizing with it, synchronizing with it for all the many benefits, the greatest benefit there is to be had. Senders, before we go, 2021 is going to be the year that I take things up a notch with this podcast. I'm going to be putting more into it, expanding, growing this show, getting on more amazing guests that have something to share that will support you in your evolution, in your ascension. I'm feeling called to bring greater emphasis and focus towards this. And so if you wish to support the show and myself in doing this, a couple ways you can do that. You can head on over to iTunes to give us an honest review, which you can find at togetherweascend.com forward slash iTunes. And one other thing that we're open up to receiving, if you'd like to provide a monetary donation to support us in continuing to be able to do the work that we do and create the content that we create, you can head on over to togetherweascent.com forward slash donate to offer a donation. Senders, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening in. And until next time, keep ascending. <laughs>